0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another wonderful Sunday. And we're together.
1: We are. We're together.
0: We're actually we're in the like, same
1: room right yes, now. Yes, we're
0: inhabiting the same space.
1: What?
0: Yes. By the power of modern air travel, <laughs> I have finally made it back to Maui. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Yes,
1: welcome back.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's good to be back. It seems to be like the only time I'm actually ever on Maui is when I'm working because I'm like I have to go back to California for everything else. So then, but it's just like it's slowly like one part at a time. I'm being able to afford to move back. Mm -hmm. So like I know, but it's like it's it's like the common like. Yeah. but anyways, enough about the regular Hawaiian struggle of life. How you been? Like, I mean, yeah, we just got back. I mean, we've we, been kind of hustling the past few days. We have like,
1: been hustling, dude. Yeah. We have been we have been very productive the past few days. Like, literally, yeah. Since you've gotten here, we have not had any downtime. We have just literally been going
0: at it and bunny bunny and bunny bunny yeah no we got it (laughs) yeah no it's good it's it's solid but you know what i think we just we should probably just keep things rolling along you know i don't know if like a two-hour show is working or people like an hour 15 or we're gonna have all these extra segments um we're still waiting on some of our talk story folks um right now um you know, our, our special guest, uh, she had to uh, rain check us because of something very important came up. But we'll talk about that with her when she comes back on the show, because that's her story to tell, but she does want to share it with us. Uh, so with that being said, announcements. Announcements. Announcements.
1: announcements.
0: What's got going on? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, we still need to work on a jingle for that. I or do. We'll just-
1: <sighs> Well, yeah. while, while you're here, we have to, yes, at some point, a jingle. Bit. We got to put that on the list of we all the things that we're going to be doing. <laughs> we
0: will totally invent
1: jingles. We got to jingle it
0: up. Uh, so, uh, so uh, just, yeah, community announcements. Uh, hey, for those of you out in the OC, uh, out in uh, California, Torrance area, all right, they got the Anti Jerry Cujia tribute concert coming up on June 11th. Check it out. It's going to be at the Torrance Cultural Arts Center. Uh, we got Steven Espanola and Faith Co. Uh, some of Southern California's best halals are going to be out there. And you can check it out if you go to auntiegerry.eventbrite.com. That's www.auntiegerry.auntiegerry.eventbrite.com. And if you know can make them, send a couple bucks, bro. All right, they could use it. They could use it. All right. Spread the wealth that you do have. Help take care of the community. Um, speaking of which, community, uh, Native wine Convention dates have moved. OK, so like if all y'all were pretending on like spending part of the fall going up for, uh, you know, Native Hawaiian Convention, it's now uh, July 19th through the 22nd. And uh, now I have to, like, decide every year whether I go Comic-Con or a Native Hawaiian convention. So, Enti, I'm sorry if I don't make them this year because I think it falls on the same date and I already go to Comic-Con, Enti. I'm sorry.
2: Oh,
0: we're going to Comic-Con. We're I know. But Comic-Con. no, no, no. Hey, but you know what? Let's Enough about that. So, yeah. So, 21st annual Native Hawaiian convention this year, July 19th through the 22nd. Huli'ia. Hey, save the date. And uh, you can check it all out at hawaiiancouncil.org slash convention. All right? Get them tickets. Check them out. Uh, it's going to be at the Sheraton Waikiki, you know? And uh, you can, you know, scoop up all that They're from all, all all, those before you, you know, trade it down, you know, and see what you can do, what you can cool for the community. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm kind of kind of sad that dates move around, but, you know, we'll try to make two. Maybe I can try to learn how to be in two places at once. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that uh, before we go on to things, we have an awesome word from our lovely sponsors at
2: Newsly. Moving forward.
1: We live in a fast-paced world where many people are too busy to sit down and read books or news articles. But thanks to Newsly, you can now listen to the news you wish you had the time to read. By utilizing AI technology, a natural human voice reads you the news, helping you grasp the information faster and more efficiently. Newsly provides the latest news updates 24-7, letting you browse articles from topics you choose. It even has podcasts, including ours. And listeners of Rabbit Holes can get their first 30 days of premium for free, allowing you to enjoy an ad-free experience by using the special promo code in our episode description. So download Newsly today for free on iOS and Android or visit www.newsly.me so you can stay updated on the things that matter to you.
0: We're back we're back I mean that was kind of like a short segment but you know we kind of need uh, we need more announcements because you know what else uh, political candidates I've made a list I'm checking it twice I'm gonna find out who's not here nice and I'm coming for you just like Santa Claus Uh-oh. and uh, we're gonna have some conversations we're gonna try to get everybody out there I figured out your contact numbers I know how you like email sent to you we gonna get it we totally go and get it but uh, look out uh,
1: oh, tracking you down. Tracking you down. Tracking it down.
0: Doing it. Doing it. Doing it. Doing uh, it. As far as local news in Maui, I mean, usual things are abound. But before we move on to that insanity, um, the uh, Maui Ukraine benefit concert sold out, and uh, they're uh, they're still looking for help because it's still like crazy over there. We haven't really talked about Ukraine in the past couple weeks. Not many people really have in America because, yeah, it's on ignore mode. We're actually ignoring this one more than most any other war we've had.
1: Yeah, what happened? Why all of a sudden? Why do you think all of a sudden it's being ignored? Tell us, Kavika, why is this happening?
0: Because it's testing low in numbers. That's why.
1: Are you serious? On the
0: minutes by minutes. That's how it works. In in news, they have what's called the minute by minutes. And so what happens is if you do not uh, appeal on a minute by minute level, they stop talking about you. So and that's But yeah. a war? Because we're but not a required war to, Because the fairness doctrine is not required by law anymore, you do not have to report on a war if it's not good for ratings. Uh, so that's why they don't can't believe that. report on the war. That's why yeah. And that's why I feel bad for a while not reporting on the war, but at the same time for those days that I chose not to report on it was because we had other things to talk about locally or we had some things to bring up that maybe not everybody was talking about, so we had to barely give space to it. And then that's the other hard part. There's tons of content, but fair play to the fact it's a war. People are dying. So in order to be able to combat that, like, what do we do? A community comes together. So luckily, at least the people in Maui are nice enough to still be thinking about those in Ukraine that are getting carpet bombs, shot in the head, et cetera, and it's a terrible thing. I know. All starting on a Sunday morning, and we're thinking about this. Folks, I'm sorry, but that's the way that the world works, and sometimes we just have to face it. Mm.
1: Right? It's not last week. This ain't Easter Sunday. No, this ain't Easter Sunday. But, hey, we actually
0: we got really dark on Easter Sunday. <laughs> we did, didn't we? <laughs> we got we? super dark. We've we, been getting dark uh, lately. And I saw, the, I saw the click rate on how many of y'all listened. So, like, we suckered you in with that. Hippity hoppity line and then you were like, Yeah, it's gonna be okay. But then I was like straight with you in the like the show description. I was like, We talk about sex trafficking on Easter, really? Yeah, we had to because like you know, I, I it's not that anybody hit us up in the comment section, but I did get some interesting follows afterwards. So I felt that like we did kinda strike a nerve.
1: I guess it was effective.
0: It was effective. And you know what else is effective in Maui right now? What's that? Scams.
1: Oh man. All the scams be happening. Sarah, I hear
0: you're being scammed. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been scammed? Tell me. Show me on the doll where they scammed you. Show me on the doll where they scammed you, Sarah
1: not even joking like since and I think it's like right maybe before the pandemic is when it really started and then it's just been bombarding me since to a point where I have gotten scam trauma where I'm thinking I'm being scammed and I'm not being scammed I'm making an asshole of myself accusing yes I'm accusing people of scamming me and they're not scamming me Yes, I know. I'm like, this website is a scam. This is unauthentic.
0: Like, you grew up in the Midwest, so I grew up, like, California. Like, San Diego, flim flammery. Orange County, oof. Hollywood, oof. So, like, it, like I think to a degree, especially since, like, I was lucky enough to be a bureaucrat's son and grow up on the Internet ten years earlier before most people but like i think sometimes when i see people I'm like don't don't do that that's an internet fake trap mm-hmm. don't do it well don't that's do-
1: <laughs> just it now you're just like i'm paranoid on the internet if it's a site that i've never like ordered from like like dick like i just did the other day i ordered these clothes that were from like a really nice brand that i know and they came in and i was like no this is counterfeit bullshit I, I was pissed i'm like i'm emailing them right now uh uh-uh. uh they didn't just screw me over this is a scam so i ended up like making like a report on my PayPal and I emailed them and I emailed the clothing line come to find out <laughs> they do they sell them in wholesale prices and it is totally legit and it was uh, not counterfeit uh, but like I really did because it came too fast it was too cheap it didn't make sense. I was being scammed <laughs> you
0: know? no, because like, okay. because
1: that's what you do like that's what everything like that I have been scammed. It, that's like that's yeah, what so got that's what me, got me not scammed. Tell me
0: about the real scams, then. Okay, because, because then I like, actually
1: haven't gotten scammed. I've gotten close to being scammed. I've caught okay, in the scams right. so many times but that I've got some
0: friends who have been scam oh, scammed. Oh, we
1: got like, we got yeah, friends who have been yeah, but no, tell scammed. me about
0: like what you what you almost noticed recently because I I've noticed that like like Maui Hawaii in general like I mean there's some things where like. I look at that and I go, wow, that's like circa 2003 internet cheap trick level shit. Mm-hmm. But, but they're like, getting good. But they're like, they're playing, like, that's a greatest hits. That's a, that's a Kids Bop album, too, thing. And we're like on Kids Bop 27 on the mainland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I, it, it, so like, I mean, some of these scams I don't want to bring up because like, I can also mention to you like how they're made. Like, I mean, that's the problem is like, these are simple simple things that mm-hmm. people are pulling up. Well, and it's people. true.
1: It's like every single time I've almost had that little intuition like, mm, this don't seem no, right."
0: Back, like, you there know, there's but there's I go there. through it cuz
1: I'm like, I'm gonna give, I know I'm like, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know? Maybe I'm being too paranoid, but then I get a few steps in and I'm like, "No, yeah, I should have just listened to myself." But
0: Sarah, I know a Nigerian prince who can help you get $10,000 if like, you send him 1,000 really? today. Really? Uh, you know, but this happened a few years ago
1: too, where I thought I was being catfish and it ended up being legit. So I I don't know what's real.
0: I don't know what's not. Yeah.
1: The internet is so confusing. Well, i you're so not confused. the only
0: you're not the only American with cognitive dissonance, but at least you've got it in an area where it's like it's common to have it. At yeah. least you don't like believing things that aren't true, you just get tricked into things that aren't true. But
1: I haven't gotten tricked into things that are I, I gotten almost tricked. Almost. But it's made me so paranoid. But that now I am thinking I am being tricked when I am not being
0: tricked. That's right. You know, when you see a Fae Trap, you need to learn just to walk away. Yeah, Walk away. and Be <laughs> yes. like, no, fairies, not today. You're not kidding me. Right? No, Nigerian prince. No, you're not <laughs> kidding me.
1: Yeah, so the first one was actually a Craigslist lad, which is funny because it ended up being a blessing disguise because it got me in the place I mean, right I'm now. I'll stop you there for just a second. I will have <laughs> okay. to say,
0: that is probably the most interesting nostalgia item for me when it comes to like, I mean, yeah, Craigslist is still an effective, interesting tool, mm-hmm. but I will have to say that, like, like on the, uh, on the California West Coast, like we're like that's so 2008. But we are on Maui. Yeah, which we're is on crazy Maui because, like, if you check the California, like you can go to any portion of Craigslist, oh, wherever yeah. you are in the yeah, world. Yeah. Click on the California one, and then it's a no man's land. It's just scam territory. See, so
1: and that's what it's turning into. It's like here. we're behind. Yeah, we're like a so few you guys years are still behind. Safe.
0: It's still kind no, of like, no.
1: We're not. I know. It's we, turning. It's turning. It's getting like, evil on the Craigslist. Be saved. Maui Craigslist. It could be saved if, Maui? like, right now. By right now, right now us, listeners. everybody, be aware of the Craigslist listings. Yeah. Report the Craigslist listings. Tell your friends to report the Craigslist listings. Let's get them off so that we can actually um, you know, find a rental place on, on Craigslist that's legit, you know, because half of them are yeah, complete so, like, spam. Tell me more
0: about that. Cause like you were telling me the other day.
1: Okay, uh, yes. No, it's actually a crazy story. So this was like right before, no, it was right after the um no, it was right before the pandemic, and I was looking for a place and I wanted to stay in Haiku, and I just couldn't find a place. I couldn't find a place. Like, I literally could not find a place like anywhere near my price range. Like, it was ridiculous. So I was like, you know what? There's places in Kihei that I can afford, and I found this really great place, condo, on the beach. I was like, yeah, me and Coco are gonna be like, vacation living. So I go through, you know, I apply for it. The paperwork looks legit. Um, But then they're asking for me to wire them money. And right away, I'm like, "Mm, no, I need to meet a person, you know. It it can't be doing things like through email and sending somebody just money. So I go to the bank, and that's the first thing. I'm like, "Mm, can you check this out? They're wanting to. And she was like, yeah, I don't know if this is legit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go down to the actual place and see if the listing matches the property manager. So, or yeah, you know, whoever owns that property. So when I went up to the, the condo place and she looked up the owner of that specific condo, it did not match the name that the person was saying that owned it. So I realized that it was a scam. And she had said that other people had come in asking the same thing. So once I was aware of that, I started looking through Craigslist and realizing all of them were like almost the same post, just using different pictures and just like maneuvering like the the lingo around a little bit but they were all essentially basically a template a scammers template
0: did you receive a call or message that mentioned social security and demanded immediate action Did the caller know your social security number or other personal information and tell you that your social security number had been used in connection with a crime? Did you feel worried that your social security number might be suspended, your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested? That is not the social security administration. Social security will not threaten you, demand your personal information, or instant payment, email or text you pictures or documents, or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they're hard to trace. Don't be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. I guess it'll have to do. We have returned. We have returned. From a break, a short break, or was it a long break? We don't know. No one will ever know. Through the magic of editing, the people at <laughs> home will never know, Sarah. They will
1: never know. They'll never know. know. Do you remember that, that like, meme? They'll never know. They'll never know. They'll never
0: know. you will go to die, Dale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, wait. That got dark fast. <laughs> 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 uh, that was like the first and last episode of American Horror Story I ever saw. Uh, not really much of a... I don't know. Everybody got into it. It seems pretty cool. But whatever. Anyways, moving along. Speaking... Of uh bodies buried and uh skeletons in closets. Uh Kamala Harris and Joe Biden have uh released their taxes and it turns out there are none. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I mean I don't say in the sense of taxes, I mean that there's no there's no skeletons or bodies hidden in their taxes because they actually well Kamala like overpaid her taxes this year.
1: Well, oh, look at that. She even overpays. Well,
0: I mean, for those of you who understand how big business works, like she was actually doing a really good job by overpaying her taxes because of like all the way that her businesses work. So she's kind of securing like it's it's a back end security by doing her taxes the way that she does. And then she's a woman on a plan. Yeah, no, she is a woman on a plan. And then Uncle Joe, he kind of just uh He's like a set it in, forget it. You know, he's one of those guys that, like, I'm going to claim five, and then that's it. And he's just been claiming five for life or whatever. You know, and then his wife probably is, like, listed as the breadwinner. <laughs> I mean, Dr. Joe Biden's got his shit together. So, I mean, I got to say, whether whether voting for them or not, at least, like, this horse was capable of running the country, whether you believe it or not. As a great man would say to me, believe it or don't. You know? So, um, yeah, I mean... Uh, From the uh, who's whoville of we don't pay attention to politics. I, I mean, I, Sarah, I'd like to know on a scale of one to ten, how much do you care about knowing that your pe- president pays their taxes? Zero. Zero?
1: But, mm. like, that's
0: fiduciary responsibility. If you mm. pay your taxes and then, like, you're in charge of 400 million people, doesn't that, like, show that you have a level of responsibility to take care of 400 people if you can take well, care absolutely.
1: of them Well, absolutely, yeah. But I guess for me...
0: For you. okay For me. <laughs> <laughs> this goes into gaff category. All right. Well, you know what, Hawaii, like, uh-huh, we're okay. gonna figure out what you de-gaff and you do gaff. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so like, man. No, but you know what? That's you're you're my canary in the who cares line. Yeah. Of, of uh of you know mining. I guess that's what I it is. I think it's like, kind
1: of cool of our dynamic. You're so like, yeah, political. But I'm so like. I don't know what's going on, and I don't care to know. There's a man who comes on my yeah. TV and says to vote for him. Yeah, so I turn it off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all do, though. I mean, we kind of turned it off more these past. Yeah. Years. I mean, I
1: do respect people that are because we do need people like you that actually. Care and want to, and
0: we need people like you to remind me to like cool it every once in a while. And go look, like the fight's still gonna be there tomorrow. I'll just take a take a take, 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 take a Sunday off and just. How about we just bitch about it so that way you don't go out there and fight it all the time? Because you might not come back next time. <laughs> <laughs> give yourself an aneurysm and just j- collapse in front of Crafty like right judge, I'm like, you're gonna give yourself economics. a heart
1: attack you're getting so mad <laughs> I'm not I, <laughs> mm. I mean I can see why yeah, you're passionate yeah. about it yeah. which is fantastic we need people that are passionate about it because there's a lot of people like me that are just doing that just aren't <laughs> passionate about
0: it but That's you know to say to a certain degree everybody like,
1: has their battles and exactly. this is your battle this is yeah. yours I, you, know, you go fight your battle, Kavika. That's right. I'm gonna go fight mine—the hair debacle.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh I'm my gonna God. go for
1: diva curl. You go for the government.
0: Take him go, down. Get him at the for neck, girl. Diva curl. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Hashtag cancel diva curl. Cancel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking about cancelable things. Uh, so police, I guess, are now getting wise to the way that like DMCA takedowns work for like live and streamed videos, and they're now like. They now think they're geniuses, and they're, uh, they're playing, like, Disney on Spotify. So then that way, like, they're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to see a license registration and probably put a bullet in your chest, please. But let it
1: go. <laughs> let it go. And then, so out-genius them. At them. Well, let us know how we can out-genius them so, they can't, so we can still be able to um, catch them doing some stream on thing. stream things. to
0: reddit stream stream to a private platform mm-hmm. and that's the thing stream to a platform that's not going to give you a dmca takedown mm-hmm. like i mean you can pay for like you can pay for software to take it out too you don't even have to pay for software like there's an audacity hack that you can use audacity is a free program that you could use i pretty much use that to like edit most of the core components for the show and do all the other fun stuff and like more high techy things but anyways I am not going to like oversaturate your brain with extra components to this equation but like you could essentially like take a YouTube tutorial get audacity and then you can isolate the audio in a track and in a lot of cases like if you're smart about it because like the depth of the sound coming from the car versus like the depth of the sound coming from your phone and how well phones pick up now because these guys don't realize that like you can now record on a 32 bit float on your iPhone so like you can <laughs> you can record raw wave data, and then make these suckers pay later because you can actually, like, use the same tricks that, like, Twitch TV uses to cut music out of your feed so that way you're still talking afterwards when they do the repost. And that's the other thing is, like, you could be backing up to the cloud so you could shoot straight to your, like, every time that you shoot a video, it goes straight to your Google Photos. So by the time that he's got his knee on your neck and he's got you down on the ground, guess what? It's in the cloud, motherfucker. Like, and that's the way you should do it. Mm -hmm. Like, you should be looking about all the way. It's not about... Whether or not you got it onto the internet immediately, it's the fact that you have the evidence. Yes. Because that's, like... And then the thing is, is, like, think about this. You really want to, like, bureaucratically beat these assholes into place is if you release it immediately, it goes to the court of public opinion. And then the court of public opinion makes a decision, and then it leaks into the news. It leaks into the news, and everybody who could potentially be a juror is now tainted. So how does... (gasps) Yeah.
1: So it makes way more sense to hold on you to, to that. to hold on to the video. Hold on to it. Don't why just do post think, it right away. Why do
0: you think the cop cams, they hide the cop cams immediately, and you have to wait three years after deposition after deposition before the state releases the body cam footage? Because they want the most time to sit on the footage, whether they're right or they're wrong, to be able to look at the footage and be able to manipulate the conversation based on the best way possible. I know mm-hmm. how cop unions work. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you need a rep mm-hmm. that sits there and is like, well, does it look like a clean shoot? Cool. How can we make him look like a criminal then? You know, and then and then if it's not a clean shoe, that
1: totally makes sense. Yes. Uh-huh. Hold on
0: to your evidence. Evidence provides. Clarity. Oh no!
1: I shouldn't have made my YouTube video of diva curl.
0: But see, there's nothing wrong with like what you're doing with with diva curl. Like you want to do things like that. You want to start a conversation because like just a corporate, bring attention to yes, it. Yes, a corporate takedown. That's whistleblowing. Okay. But like when you're like fighting on the street, and it's gonna have to go in front of a high court, and Supreme Court justices are gonna get involved, mm-hmm. and internal affairs bureaus are gonna have their day in court, and all of these intergovernmental like you have to play ball the way they do if you wanna win. Because you're on their court. You don't show up at somebody's basketball court and then tell them your house rules. You don't play. You don't go over to your your friend's house to play Monopoly at 2 a.m. in the morning and stay up till 7 a.m. going, but in my house, we give $700 away when we pass go. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. that's not how it works. So the thing that you have to watch out for is like, okay, what's the court going to want? It's really cool that everybody knows what happened to you. If that's really what you're worried about with safety, put that on the cloud. Save that on a private server, mm-hmm. create a Vimeo account just for your family to upload in this uh, the event, like make it. And then that's the thing is you can change your settings to make it like every time you, you add a video to your phone drops to the cloud. Mm-hmm. make it go somewhere, have a next of kin line on your digital materials. Like, I mean, if you have the ability to assign a best friend to take over your Facebook account when you die, which like, I mean, have you set that up? No, you're in memoriam. Per- Who's your in memoriam person on Facebook?
1: Well, nobody.
0: Exactly. That's a feature on Facebook that they created back at the beginning. So when you see friends who are dead and then there's actually postings on their account, it's because they were smart enough to essentially set up their last will and testament of social media. My sister gets control of my Facebook if I die.
2: Whoa. Exactly. So in that
0: same case, you want to make sure that, like, you can hide private videos on your Facebook. You can put private videos on your YouTube. You can put (laughs) private videos on your Vimeo. And then that way, the cop goes, yeah, what are you going to do about it? DMC takeout. Uh, Cool. But a DMCA notice doesn't work in a courtroom. So keep recording, kids.
1: Keep recording.
0: That's the thing. It's like, if they don't want you to record live, cool, save that shit for later. Upload it to the cloud because your cloud's not going to give you a DMCA takedown. It's not going to tell you, oops, you can't record that here. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like, bro, cool, keep uploading it. You still have 15 gigs remaining on Google Drive. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) just keep uploading, you know? So, like, I think that, like, if you really want to win against bad cops, if you really want to show good cops that we're cheering for them and then you, like, want to respect the justice system, too... Is if you go out into the court of public opinion with those videos, you're just adding to the hyperbole that every cop is a bad cop. But then you're also adding to the conversation that no juror will ever be able to make a well-formed opinion because they already saw it. And then that's the other thing. The other reason why we have a chain of custody. Things that I learned working in a government setting and mm-hmm. with bureaucrat parents and you know, police parents and, and judge uncles and like all that stuff is like, you look at the reason why they do that is like you, then you're not, you're not tainting the court of public opinion. Mm -hmm. You're creating an opportunity for the, everything to be scrutinized and criticized correctly. Because if we throw it out to the dregs of society to see first, that's where like, I love the conversation that being able to like catch these guys as they shoot a kid in the back of the head in the middle of the street in cold blood. Cause I mean that, that happened in the past couple of weeks yeah. and that's the craziest part. And that's seen something I've been doom saying since the, Closing of the pandemic era, like, right before we went endemic is, like, how long until school shootings come back? How long until cop shootings come back? How long until, like, I mean, we're already catching up with those numbers that we left behind in 2019. And we thought, like, oh, for once, like, our kids aren't going to die. We don't have to worry about taking the cops to court. And it's like, well, dude, we just spent two years in a closet. Now we all came out and we're all itching for a fight. So, like, everybody's going to be twice as nasty to each other. So that means you have to be twice as smarter to win. And if you want to win, like, it's cool that, like, you have the balls to put it up online. But if you have the smarts to turn it into evidence, make it state's evidence before it makes you famous. Because you don't, wa- don't want to be, like, because no matter what, if they shoot you, like, what are you going to be Insta-famous for? Being dead. And then everybody's going to tell a story that you won't be there to tell. Yeah. So then immediately, I mean, look at what happened to Breonna Taylor. Yeah. You know? Her name gets like dragged through the mud so much. And it's crazy because like that's the bias that we have against people of color in this country mm-hmm. is that her, her burial photo was her in a, in a civil servant uniform and they still talk shit about her. It was like the first black person you could see in like a uniform and we found a way to disrespect a uniform. And we're finding ways to disrespect people of all shapes and sizes just to fit our own paradigm now of like the new like crap post-pandemic world we're living in, you know? So, I mean, if we're going to fight that to a degree, like we have to be able to be kind enough to ourselves to breathe and then stop, recognize what we can do to make this beneficial to us, make that person learn a lesson and then take society with both yourself and the lesson that they learned. Because I mean, like. Think of, like, all the things recently that have been in the court system and in the public eye. How many cops have recently been let go? How many cops, though, have served time? And then the crazy part is, like, you take the ones that obviously, like, cold blood shot someone and you have to send them to jail. Mm -hmm. But then how many guys got away with running around a corner or turning on some Disney music? And... Because of that, there's no, there's no clear. All you have is that 10 seconds that went on the internet. And then because of the stigmas that come with being a victim in America, judges will then turn you and go, well, then obviously you had time to run because you had time to Instagram it. Yeah. If you Instagram, you know, it's, it's the same adage. They'd give a rape victim. Well, why were you dressed in a cocktail dress? Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: It has the words cock and tail in it. Of course you were going to give it up. And it's like, Mm -hmm. wait, wait, wait a minute, judge. You're literally here to like. Prosecute this guy, but then you're gonna victim shame, and then that's what happens to people of color who get held up by the cops, because that's Absolutely what it is. It's shame, a hold up. Victim shame, yeah. Because then you can't run. If you run from a cop's it's resisting arrest. Even if they don't search you, they now have the excuse of running anyways. Mm-hmm. Even though that, like, no cop can unlawfully det- detain you, and that's why you should always ask the second that they pull you over. You go, am I being detained? Cool. No, bye deuces, you have the right to say that.
1: Really? Yes. Am I
0: being detained? Am I being detained? Unless you know that your taillight is out, unless you know that you were speeding, unless you, if you did something wrong, be like, sorry, officer, how are is going, okay, I like pay the bill, I see you in court, bye.
1: Uh-huh. All right? But if you weren't doing anything, you get pulled over, that's all you have to say?
0: Am I being detained?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then they'll go, no, you're not, but I'd love to see a license and registration. And then that's when you play nice with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because then they're aware that you're aware. And then you do the pomp and circumstance. And then you give them your ID. And you just and do, then you give them, you do You the do the motions. You complete the motions. Right. And you and give I them be respect. Be
1: Be cool yeah. with emotions, yep. okay? Okay. And then you
0: talk story. And that's where, where you win is disarming them. Mm-hmm. You have... You have somewhere between two to five minutes between the time they pull their gun or they pull their citation book. Mm-hmm. And it all depends on how you engage them. And, and that's something that I learned from growing up around cops and bureaucrats. It's all about how you, how you talk on their level. Right. So you'd be like, hey, officer, you know, am I being detained? Oh, no, you were speeding, Brad. Oh, okay. How fast was I going? You know, it's like seven miles. Oh, sorry, I'm late for work. And be like, bro, don't go so fast. You know, I'm gonna write you one ticket for four miles over because that's the difference between one $200 ticket and one $800 ticket. You have a nice day, Mm -hmm. and then you go and you pay your $200 and you go. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. but then if you get one cop who's gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna pull you over for what? This taillight seems to be out, and then it. You know, they just pull the whole like right. reason that like quota cop shit. Yeah. They're pulling you over because their site book's not full enough that month, and the records keeper is it. like, hey, you're not pulling nobody over. And then their captain's like, yeah, you're not pulling anybody over. We're not making no tax money, bro. And then they're like, shoot, I guess I gotta go pull some people over. So that's
1: actually real. Like, I've always thought that. Quota like-
0: policing is a very real problem in America. It's okay. been going on for 100 and years. That,
1: and that is something that I a lot of people don't know if it's actually real or not.
0: Yes, quota policing is a huge thing. Um, it's uncovered regularly in communities. It's brought up to attention mm-hmm. it's it's a crony form of policing
2: mm-hmm. and so
0: what happens is like stay out of carlsbad carlsbad california dude you go down the sunset strip uh, down pch in carlsbad and you're driving more than 45 you drive 46 whoop whoop really they're just, done they're just waiting for done. any little thing done. Huh? And, it, and because it's a town where like crime really doesn't happen except on tuesdays if enough drunk people are in town like so then like they're looking for something because they're cops these cops are encouraged by their chiefs and their captains to go do something, yeah. and then they're encouraged by their mayors to create revenue. So then it chatters in both ears, and the next thing you know, it they have this unhealthy way of policing because they're answering to a bureaucracy that's not wow. responding to the social needs of the community. That's why we don't have beat cops anymore. Because that's cop- what
1: makes a corrupt cop, basically. Then yes, huh? the system
0: makes the them system corrupt. The
1: system makes them corrupt. The
0: system is built Holy to corrupt shit. them. Yes, and that's why I have respect for good cops. Because it takes a lot to be a good cop these days. It right. takes way more than what It's to way
1: McCarthy easier Rowe. to be a bad it's cop so because they really be set cop. them up to fail.
0: They do. They do. The system was Damn. never designed for them to be a psychologist. And now you have all these cops coming out with bachelors in psychology and criminology mm-hmm. and anthropology. So you guys, you have woke people riding desks and they're not sent out to the street. And then you have CSOs, like community officers, mm-hmm. and so like depending on like whatever the acronym is for them, but anyways, community officers are like usually like the white shirt or the blue shirt cops. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. not in the black on black right, right, right. or the yeah. green on, on on gold type of sheriff type of look. Yep. They're they're usually in blue or white tops, and those guys they don't they don't carry a real badge. Yes, they carry a little bit of authority. They might be able to write you a citation, but it's usually two capunas who got their uh thursday because they you know pick up their uh, grandkid on thursday so they like go around play police officer so they go five zero responding and they go oh hi empty i got one cat stuck in the tree and then that's what they do they fill that void <laughs> yeah but then you have day-to-day officers that aren't beat cops anymore mm-hmm. so you have you have uncle and tutu riding around as as butch and sundance and they'd like spreading the joy but you don't have the 25 year old lateral cop that just got out of training who probably just spent six years in Fallujah, embedded, and all he knows is gun in hand. Right. And then that's the problem, is not many people know this policy. The United States Marine Corps, for like the past decade, has taught the gun in hand policy. Mm -hmm. You know what gun in hand means? If your hand is empty, it could have a gun gun in it. it. Yeah. Which means I can shoot you. This is why the United States military has killed hundreds of children in the Middle East. Because if their hands are empty, one day ISIS or Daesh could put a gun in it. So you better kill that six year old now. And then they come home from war and they have this mentality. And
1: they, oh my God. Why
0: do you think a 28 year old boy who gets a badge shoots a 19 year old black dude on a street in Louisiana? Because he was just told for ten years that people of color in another country have no value because they will grow up to become terrorists. We are literally
1: causing the problem.
0: Yes. We are.
1: Oh my God. This is
0: why, as a Republican, I'm abhorrently against war, and because it's yeah. They come back,
1: and then they end up.
0: This is how PTSD is made. Yeah. This is, this is how abuser PTSD is born because you're not just creating a PTSD victim, you're creating a PTSD aggressor because now he's been in the thick of it. We sent them to a country that says you can shoot anything you want because they will shoot you right. and you don't know what's the truth.
1: Exactly. So they've been know in the a for told. years and years, just shoot, just shoot, you're going to die. You exactly. shoot, shoot, shoot. And then they come back here and have to live a normal life. How could you live a normal life after years and years being told, you shoot, you're going to die, shoot, you're going to die. What?
0: So that's then so, you give. Why so do you think up. all of the most metropolitan police stations no longer hire veterans?
1: Right, because they all have but some the kind of PTSD. The Midwest is filled
0: with veteran police officers. Why all the places where there's shootings? Look at the background. It's probably They're a guy vets. who was yes.
1: They're all. They vets. put a
0: they put wow. an AR-15 or a service pistol in his hand. Sent him out in the desert as a PFC, and he came back a killer. And they celebrated it for years. Hoorah, every time. Counting them, I mean anybody.
1: Them. That's just it. Yeah, anybody would turn into that. And because it's not you get a hero complex, anybody you get a hero
0: complex for six years on the road serving Uncle Sam, yeah. and then when you come home, we get you get told by your your adoring public, they're not an adoring public, that they think you're a baby killer because you are because literally like there are chance that there are secret handshake handshake chance that you can say to get you on a military base. You know that? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say what they are right now because knowing them, that unit would probably come after me. But there there are phrases that involve, like, killing babies, raping children, all that kind of shit that you can say to get a secret pass to go because they know that you grew up in that barracks. Because they know that you went to that war and you killed that rebel scum. Yeah. And that's how they pass it around. It's a badge of pride. It's dude, a Dude, No wonder you're,
1: you run around pissed off about the yes, government. Damn, because dude. Because
0: I know where all the bodies are buried because right. I worked in that you're shit. You're
1: realizing this is not you guys are theory. attacking people, but like you literally made them attackers. Yes,
0: this is the actual scene of what's going on. And then the crazy part is we defunded the VA. You go to the VA website, it leads to pages to nowhere. You want to go, it's even worse for women. Because then what happens to women cops that shoot people? They get their badge taken away. Mm-hmm. They get their gun taken away, and then they get sent to a loony bin mm-hmm. because they didn't know any better it was hormonal. But then if a guy shoots a young man, they either go straight to jail with a noose or they get a ticker tape parade. And then there's no setup for the woman because then here's the crazy part is how many women have we been sneaking into combat for the past 10 years mm. that have a sidearm and then end up in engagement anyways. And then we, we deny that it exists because on paper we said as a society, we wouldn't send women to war. So then you can't give PTSD benefits to a woman who had to watch someone get shot in front of her because by the letter of the law, she wasn't there. Oh. So if you go to that section of the So VA, there's
1: literally no help for There's no woman. help because
0: you don't exist because they say there are no women women in combat but there were But women there are combat. Yes what, what do you think happens to... Yeah. Okay, so then a woman gets recruited as a motor lead. Mm-hmm. That's the like You're going to move with the trucks. The trucks move with the bombs. Right. You're going to get a sidearm.
1: You're going to.
0: Roadside IED blast comes. Insurgents come out. Are you going to pull your own gun or are you going to go stand behind the man who's now dead bleeding on the ground? Exactly. You're going to go engage in combat. Uh, you're now in no. PTSD. Yeah. And then you go to the VA website two years after you come home because somebody says, oh, go check the VA. And, and you, you go realize, to the wait,
1: I don't I qualify because no, I wasn't No, you get to there. a page
0: and it says, 404 page not found. That's half of the VA section for women is a page not found. Page not found. Yeah.
1: What a slapping goddamn
0: face. For HTTPS 404 error. We're sorry. This URL or page is not found. Please contact the web administrator. And then you call the VA and you go, hey, where's the women's benefits section? Not there. <gasps> Nobody calls you back. Nobody calls you back. We create broken soldiers and then we make them cops and then they shoot our children. And then we hang our other child that shot our child. And that's the thing. We're creating warriors on the streets and we're sending warriors abroad and then we're making them fight for our pleasure in freaking like Coliseum Pleasure Dome known as the United States of America.
1: All right, I'm starting to, okay, okay. I'm starting yeah. okay, this is why you get so riled up. I'm yeah. starting to put two and two together. <laughs> It's all making sense. It's all making sense now. This Damn, children is a good Kavika. reason to smoke a lot of weed, right? Now. Damn, <laughs> right. Seriously, let's wrap this section up and go to something light, then. Okay. No, I'm mad.
0: No, well, now you know
1: what? But now that you're Maybe fired up, this is my battle too. <laughs> this is. Maybe I want to join you on this fight now. <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: well, then, if you don't want to join me on that one, like, at least join me on this one because apparently it turns out that like we're now shaming eight-year-olds for stealing bags of chips. And then, like, America's at such a point where they're like, serves him right. He'll teach him a lesson. He'll never become a thief. So uh, I don't know if you guys heard it. Uh, Recently, there was this kid in uh, New York City, I guess. And uh, he, uh, he stole a bag of chips. And then they put him in the back of a squad car and everybody made a scene out of him. And then the kid got a complex about it. And I'm sure in like four more years, he's probably going to end up in a weird place in his life. Because everybody went, look at you, you stole a bag of chips.
1: Oh, this poor kid. He's going to be like, I'm not, I'm not, have no worth. I should not eat. Nobody is feeding me. Exactly. He's going to, five years later, going to have some kind of complex.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we're like... It's
1: like psychologically screwing somebody up. We you, They just screwed up this little kid. Yeah, well,
0: and especially since he's like, just hungry. Yeah, he's hungry. And even if he wasn't hungry, why are we getting bent out of shape for a $1.69 bag of chips? Yes. Even if it was a $40 bag of chips or a $100 bag right. of Right, they should be inflation. just, hey,
1: guys, there's hungry kids that are in a state that they're stealing chips.
0: Absolutely. So
1: let's fix this rather than criminalize him for it. Yep. Oh, that's messed up. But
0: then the, the court of public opinion, because then this ends up on the news because it's yellow news. And then the yep. news goes, and then it's the only reason why I'm discussing it now is because I hated the discussion that came around with it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people like, whether I was reading this article, because what I, what I'll do is like, you can get the same article from multiple sources
1: and see who, how it's being How's, taken yeah, on.
0: So like, I'll see how, how people respond to this on like NBC, San Diego versus CBS, Chicago, Versus mm-hmm. whoever posts it in a different locale. Right. So it's like people in San Diego, by and large, are like serves that kid right. People in New York are like, oh por mijo. but you know what? He should have just paid for it. And you know, and then people in the Midwest are like, hang him high. And that's it. And like, I just like, you, and you, you. I'm scoot so yeah. Like, how did yeah.
1: we get to this point? Well, that's say, it, We're all desensitized. Everyone we are. is desensitized, so now, and that's like normal to be like, oh my gosh, a seven year old stole. Criminal, or and not to just naturally be like canceled. That is a child that, kid is, canceled now. that is hungry. Yeah, in our country, why in a country
0: in, where we throw away seventy percent of our food, we
1: throw so, away food and we let children starve. And
0: one oh. in seven. Last time I checked, before pandemic, the number they had was one in seven go one in seven go hungry, and it's higher one in some seven. states, but that's the average. If you are in a room right now with ten children. At least one and a half of them right now. Is hungry. Yep. Yeah, well, one of those keikis is hungry. Easily. Easily. And we throw away 70% of food. I mean, that's why, like, it was a big thing for me in this California that, like, yeah. in, our, in some of our school districts on the mainland, we give away food. Yeah. So then that way, none of the kids have to sign up for, you know.
1: Yeah, that should be, like, a state overall, like, schools. I mean, we're paying taxes, right? For schools. Yeah, you
0: are. Shouldn't but
1: some of that money go towards...
0: It should, but it doesn't because the weird part is, it's like, why do you think the lottery was made?
1: Why was the lottery made? I have no idea. Oh, oh, you tell us, Kavika.
0: Wait, how so wait. i was I'm the so... lottery made? The lottery is actually a response to creating funding for education. Every time What? You, every time you buy a lottery ticket, it's supposed to go towards your schools.
1: Are you serious? Yes.
0: It was a two-pronged approach by... By American, by the American government and small corporations, to overtake Black Wall Street and to homogenize some form of gambling mm. as an upset maneuver in the economy.
1: This is interesting. So
0: wow. y- your taxes to your schools get less and less every year, and they keep using the excuse of, "Well, we made 40- we made
1: lotteries. We
0: made forty-two million dollars in lottery money this year." And it works for states like California because you have a lot of people with disposable income out there. Gotcha. So then you have people who'll be like, oh yeah, there's always an uncle I walk into behind the bodega. He's like, I pick these same numbers every time. I'll be like, do it, uncle, whatever. You become rich, cool. But Uh you you literally have a better chance about being bit by a shark twice in your life than you do of winning the lottery. So, I mean, and then that's the thing is then like, to some degree of me, I'm like, if I was at least paying $5 a day in a lotto, maybe it would like, go to better education. But it doesn't. It's not always guaranteed because what happens is that money gets trapped in a bond. Mm-hmm. And then that pays off what we delegate as voters and is sometimes as like Senate and committee members. So the money doesn't always get allocated directly from the lottery. Because if the millions of dollars we spent on lottery tickets was actually going to our schools, we would have geniuses living on the moon right this now. This is true. We'd, all, we'd be back. We'd be living episode one of this show every day.
2: Damn, Kavika, I feel so woke right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: That's not woke. That's just the sleep we taken off your eyes. (laughs) I took the the
1: sleeper (laughs) off, and I'm finally see.
0: We just we just cleaning the (laughs) maca pia pia right out of your eyes.
1: Where's that
0: song go <laughs> once was blind <laughs> the, no we haven't even gotten to the hymnal and hold hands phase yet there's more of that yeah. to come but like seriously like i mean that's that's where we sit at right now mm-hmm. is that we're shaming the poor again yep. and this is this is the end of the 80s we're doing that bootstrap thing where we go you're not working hard enough and everybody's competing to say i work harder than you mm-hmm. it's like guys i'm gonna tell you right now if you work more than 30 hours a week you're doing it wrong If you work more than 60 hours a week, you're definitely doing wrong. And if you turn to people on Instagram and go, I work 120 hours a week and you're a lazy bastard. It's like, bro, if that's how you grind to get $100,000... You ain't grinding, right? You'll never become a millionaire, bro. You ain't grinding, right? Your, Your time is worth more than you think. Yeah. So like... Charge inflation rates. Charge enough to make for a family. Charge for the fact that you can't get interest on a bank account. So unless you got twenty-five thousand dollars lying around, get yourself a money market. Keep that shit in a mayonnaise jar and put equity in your family. But that's what we're fighting. And then we fight this stigma. Like people turn around and go, "Well, you there's bank accounts, and then there's credit, and there's all these jobs out here." But then people don't know how to get the good jobs. Yeah. You know. So then everybody's like, "Why am I stuck with this like five-dollar-an-hour job? I was a contract worker, and I can't get nothing." it's like, bro, because like, maybe if you just go like work at a construction company and it's not like, I'm not saying like I'm shaming people to go, go work construction. Cause you know what? I'm an, I'm an entertainer. So like, how do I find my work as an office guy? How mm-hmm. do I like get in, you know, when I'm not just like on the mic, mm-hmm. it's how do I make it to where I'm still in the industry, but like I'm in the office or I'm, I'm applying a practical situation. So I think that's another thing for like preventing things like this kid from happening is like Something we may need to look into is, like, larger resource systems for communicating, like, how to rise up in an economy that won't let you.
1: Well, yeah. People like, don't know how to how to do that. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, I, and I think that, that kind of, like, that needs to be a theme of a whole season. I know. Or it really like, should be a theme how of a whole rise, season. Like, we're kind of creating a catalog of seasons. We're going, they're going to be seasons for it. We're going to do more seasons than Rick and Morty, and they'll be on time. <laughs>
2: yep.
0: We'll be on time, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you know, I think that's a heavy enough thing to talk about for now. I think we're gonna have the button on it and then maybe have some public discussions. I mean, especially now that I'm in town, I think I'm just gonna like flit around the city and see what people think. Maybe, maybe some people want to get on the mic about it and we'll see. Right? Uh, Reach out to us, guys. Yeah, He's here for absolutely. another
1: week and a half, so yeah,
0: but like, and even then, I'll come back immediately. Like, yeah. that's the thing is, everything's rolling now, everything is kicking into high gear. Like, it's about time for me to full-time be back on Maui. It sure so, like, is, yeah. Don't don't expect this to be the last time I come home. They expect this to be the first of, like, many times until, like, i would be sitting on both sides of the shore making sure I can touch touch San Diego and touch Maui at the same time. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's just, I think it's really rough, the way that we're treating the poor and then the way that we're bootstrapping people who obviously have the ability to get up there, but nobody's telling them. And, like, and I think that that's the worst part, is, like, everybody treats it like it's... Because the people that
1: have the knowledge are greedy and want to keep those it's secrets. Yeah, they wanna keep those secrets all to themselves. You know? And I think that we just need more people that are like, Hey guys, I got the knowledge and I really want to share it with everybody because it, it's working. Yes and I'm doing it and here's an example of how it's working. Here's the breakdown. Everybody, here's the formula, boom. And then we all get on the board.
0: Yes. And I think I think that's a huge part that we we really need to to think about is, like, how, how can we positively spread my to other people? Like, if you talk shit to someone long enough, they're only going to think they're shit. Yep. You know? So if you see people that are struggling, and all they need is one little iota of, you just, Just not, not even your time. Mm -hmm. You just go, hey, bro, I know this place, like, Here's five bucks. Go get one shave and we'll get you one job, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's really where we need to be at right now. We need to stop turning around and going like, oh, I got a pile of free food and uh, there's some kittens on the beach. Uh, have a nice day, guys. Bye. And then next week you would be like, oh, fuck it. Homeless people. You right? And it's like, dude, stop it. You can't. You can't. You got to look out for them. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I think that's like the biggest thing to be preaching. I think that's why like I chose Sunday." So that way we can just preach about helping people. (laughs) Yeah, preach
1: preach it, Kavika. Preach it.
0: But uh, we're going to preach some more after uh, a little PSA here. Uh, We'll be back in a moment. Mahalo. Moving forward.
1: The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention reminds you to take care of your mental health in the face of uncertainty. One, focus on what is in your control versus what is not. Two, do what helps you feel a sense of safety. Three, remind yourself to stay in the present. Four, stay connected with others. You can reach the crisis text line by texting TALK to 741-741 or call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. We're in this together and help is always available.
2: Moving forward.
0: So it may not come as a surprise to some, but I think others that I don't know. Some people don't like pay attention to like the economics of like the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and like where bubbles occur and that. I mean I mean we're shifting a lot here compared to like where we were before we took our break, but I mean uh, has anybody been watching what's going on with Netflix? I mean, are you a Netflix subscriber? Yes, of course. Yeah, I love yeah. me some Netflix. Do you share your Netflix password? Or have you shared someone else's Netflix password? Absolutely.
1: I think there's like four other people on my
0: Netflix. Shh, don't tell Netflix because they're going to kick you or they're going to charge you more now. No. That's why everybody's leaving.
1: What? Yeah, yeah. well, that and But that's the whole point. That was so great about Netflix. That was the point of why we loved Netflix, was because you can watch it on multiple devices and you all could share the password.
0: No, the end user license agreement has always said, do not share the password. Does it really say yes, that? Yes, but nobody reads an end user license agreement. Yeah. That's really what the Riddler in The Batman should have been saying, uh-huh. which actually, you know what, I finally watched The Batman, we'll talk about that more in a little mm-hmm. bit. But, uh... Because
1: it almost becomes family, you know? Because even if you're not in the same household, it's like, oh, it's the family's Netflix.
0: You yeah. know. Yeah, but there's a reason why Spotify out the gate created the family plan that says you can stream outside of your house. Uh huh. So then that way you can have a kid at college and you're paying that premium for the kid at college. Right. Right. But. But so Netflix
1: then, doesn't have a family plan.
0: No, Netflix has a you can you can have five people on the account, but they all better be under the same roof or with maybe one kid off at UC or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so then. Well, that ain't happening. Well, the crazy part was is their viewership went up way higher than it should have because of the pandemic. Yes, because you have people who don't normally even stream shit. Day one hundred of the pandemic, your A type personalities just become D type personalities, and they're eating ice cream. They're eating macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream from their local like Whole Foods, and they're watching Scrubs for the hundredth time. Yeah, we broke. We broke part of like the the. I guess the best way to say it is like we we broke the social structure. And in breaking the social structure, we affected part of the economy. So you had like hundreds of thousands of people who onboarded streaming platforms, and then the second they're told you can't share this, they're like, but we were doing the whole pandemic. Yeah, but now we can charge you a fine because it was actually a violation of the end user yeah, license. Yeah, it payment. wasn't
1: that noticeable before, but now we really notice it, and it's kind of pissing us off. Yes. So we now want to charge you for it.
0: Yes, and because they're losing so much money so fast, they now want to put ads on Netflix.
1: That's the whole point. Why do you want to watch Netflix? All the ads that we just might TV, then we might as well watch T-V.
0: See, I knew I could make you angry about something. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's your, there we go. That's my battle. That's your thing. That's my thing. We're going to cancel Diva Crow, beat some kids, and stop Netflix from being an asshole. We found it. We found a kid. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's, those are my battles.
0: Yeah, those, yeah. That's,
1: that's yeah. what really makes me mad. That's what grind my gears. <laughs>
0: You don't want to really grind my gears. Yeah, it's yeah. my grinding uh, <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah. So, I mean, we have we now have a lot of people, like, I mean, this last quarter, they saw, like, almost a quarter million people jumped off of the platform. You're going to see more leaving because everybody's starting to go back to work. Mm-hmm. So even though the great resignation is still occurring to agree, degree, even though we're still coming out of inflation pocket, mm-hmm. we're about to hit a recession, which, keep that in mind, folks. I'm telling you these climate things right now because these are regular cycles in economic history. Okay, These are things that are regularly going to happen. Everybody's like, oh yeah, but the price of gas is going down right now. No, the perceived price of gas is going down right now because we're not covering the war. If you stop covering the war, then Wall Street will stop paying attention to the war. If Wall Street stops paying attention to the war, futures don't go up and down in crazy numbers every day. (sighs) That's half the reason why we guarded from the public eye. That's why we didn't talk about Ukraine so much lately. That's why the world doesn't... Because if America starts sweating about things it can't fix... It's economy goes into turmoil. This is an intangible... This is what we were talking about earlier in the car Mm -hmm. was this intangible effect of mm-hmm. of weird things that happen whether it's handshakes, hellos, a scorned lover, a jealous community like those things actually affect your economy in tangible ways yeah so it's it vibes vibes actually like I'm a scientific guy, but I can tell you there's there's an electricity in the economy that is reliant upon the intangible actions of us as a social dynamic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's how we treat the poor, it's how we tax the rich, it's how we, you know, compete in Wall Street. It's how we talk about things on the news. So if you don't talk about it, people put their blinders on. Yep. And then they think everything's good. That's why like... Once Trump got in office, how many people stopped turning on the TV? They're like, I got my president in. He probably right, it. exactly. I got what I wanted. All and right, then, off
1: with my life. Tradla-da. And
0: there's something I can tell you. Like the biggest thing that I watch for why why I read news in five different time zones these days in America. Because mm-hmm. one, if you really want to keep up with your fellow American, you should see how the same article. Like I said it earlier, it's like you can get the same article from AP or Reuters. redistributed to like NBC, CBS, Fox. They're all reporting the same thing. They came from an embedded journalist half of half a country away half a world away and they are then just regurgitating it with their narrative Mm -hmm. so then it's like read the cbs chicago version read the nbc la version read the fox atlanta version and then go back and read the original and you can go oh this is where the hyperbole started because like you read the ap Reuters one and it's just today in bangladesh man died and then on fox it's today terrorist dies Mm -hmm. and then on nbc it's today bangladesh Somebody died. And They're
1: just confusing the hell out of all it's of us. Because it's because... See, and that's why I am so not into politics to begin with. That was why, because I didn't know what to believe.
0: You're conditioned by ratings to believe what they want you to Exactly. Believe. So yes. it was
1: almost like, why am I going to put my... Why am I going to put so much energy into a bunch of lies? But now that you're kind of explaining it to me, but it's not
0: necessarily lies, and that's a part of it. It isn't. Like, it's yeah. all
1: about their perspective, you it's know. It's So it's very confusing as somebody just watching that doesn't know the back end of how everything works and just hearing it. It's like it's too confusing because everybody has so many sides, and it all kind of when you hear it, it makes sense from every single source. So how are you supposed to decipher which one is the library? It makes people just put their hands up and say, fuck this, I don't even want to listen because it's too confusing. It doesn't make sense. The... There's nothing too much is, data. Nothing is making sense, so I can't make sense of it. I don't want to pay attention to yep. it.
0: And then, so what I see on all of these articles across the world, whether it's on Facebook or Reddit or on all these other forums, is then you have people who don't read it. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, there's a couple of different reading apps. Like, I mean, Newsly's been pretty cool, which by the way, they updated this thing to where now you get radio stations. So Yeah, like, guys,
1: download uh, Newsly today.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, they, like, they they now, like, I can listen to Maui Radio when I go, Mainland.
1: I know that's a feature of Newsly. Yeah, it's,
0: <laughs> it's like where did where did Sarah go? She got replaced by advertisement. Sarah, <laughs> we're affiliating right now. No, I was just <laughs> kidding. But anyways, uh, good job, Sarah. Good job. <laughs> uh, I'm learning. I wholly accept my Newsly overlords. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, but that's the thing is like when I'm not using that, there's a couple RSS apps that like I'll use because they'll let you see the data of like. How many people clicked on this article versus mm-hmm. how many minutes of this article was read versus how per, how many percentage of this article is read. Yeah. And on average, people only read 3 to 7% of an article. That means the headline, the first photo, and the caption on the first photo. Yep. That's all people see. People don't even play the video. The video gets a three-second play, and then they go, oh, there's an ad. Fuck it, I'm out of here
1: that's that yeah to a t that's that's what i do yeah i know no, or i just I go mean, straight to the comments because i'm like eh, the comments i'll figure out what actually happened no, yes the, because usually there's somebody there that says you didn't actually read the article yes but there's that's always one, that person 1,
0: you're part of the 97 of the people that go to comments to find it out and mm-hmm. then because if if only three percent of that article read anybody who says they've read it there's only a 1 in 1000 chance that, that they did actually it.
1: did read it. Exactly. So <laughs> someone could go on there and
0: say that and then you and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. If if you get there early and you find one person who read it and then it inspires you to read the article you well, like. Well, it goes oh, back God, to what so you true. said.
1: Everybody's just bombarded with so much information it's hard to just, just it's, it's hard to maneuver. It's hard to even take in all of that information. So we're we're just taking little snippets of what? all of this information all at once and we're not actually getting a full story. We're just getting a very uh, jumbled kind of story, you know, and trying to piece it all together for it to make sense and it never makes sense.
0: Yeah. Damn. But going back to the way that that affects something like stocks and Netflix. Yeah. And like, so they're, they're I mean, what's interesting is like their, their advertising platform is now going to like, they're. It's, I mean, they're going to try to rake revenue off of people who want to put ads in front of their movies now. I mean, they're going to pretty much become Pluto TV. Yeah you know so this is a bad
1: direction for them i feel like to i think this degree, is a yeah. very wrong
0: direction yeah well, people are going to be it's like it's antithetical to their original mission statement well stance. do
1: you think um, cable is going to come back is there well, going to be a has come
0: back because it now really... we got we got paramount plus we've That's got disney true. plus we got all of the big channels yes. up tv up, up
1: tv you can get you can download yeah, up Philo, tv now yeah yep
0: yeah so like i mean
1: TV next, next Sunday, <laughs> make sure 7 p.m. to watch Aloha with Love.
0: Oh, we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Yeah, wait, well, just I'm, my, I'm, I'm just dropping just keep, it throughout subconsciously, subconsciously. I'm just sprinkling yeah, 7 p.m.
1: Yeah, 7 p.m. next Sunday, guys.
0: In Hawaii, it's channel 407.
1: Yeah, um, see those non uh, it's deep girls in their all of its glory before deep. Watch yeah. watcha,
0: watcha. <laughs> 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 uh, but you know who we need to be watching out for in Hawaii right now? Oh, like,
1: yeah, I do <laughs> know who we need to be watching out for. <laughs>
0: Tell me, Sarah. <laughs>
1: Um, so, um,
0: Ezra Miller, Ezra
1: Miller, Ezra Miller. I think everybody in Hawaii kind of been hearing it, hearing what he's been doing. huh? Man,
0: it's like, he's, he's He's like, causing a ruckus. Yeah. He's
1: running around just causing a ruckus on different islands.
0: uh, Well, and he's been causing ruckus for a long time. So like, so I guess he dropped into Oahu and then there was one like karaoke brawl and then they let him go but then he went big island and they get one fight over there but like i guess they're going to let him go which is crazy because like when they wrapped justice league and he was in like russia he choke slammed a prostitute at a rave <gasps> and they let he him go choke
1: swim the yes. prostitute what yeah. did the prostitute do
0: they were existing what did the person who was doing karaoke do i don't know they were i don't know the whole story why did he get but, so but mad why are
1: you so mad cuz he's a
0: freaking Drug addict candy kid. And oh. I don't care if anybody can hear me right now because, you know, what he a disgrace. So if anybody know That's him, nice. anybody will to give him lick show up with your slipper and just be like, get the fuck out.
1: Right. Don't Everybody, need to bury him.
0: Just tell him he's not invited anymore because he's just exploiting his relationship with Hawaii now.
1: Yeah, we don't like
0: that. Sorry, Ezra not, Miller. No, don't be sorry. He, like, no, sorry, be, you got to go. Yeah, don't Sorry, be you got to no. go. Get the fuck out.
1: You got to <laughs> go. You're causing a ruckus. We don't want yeah. ruckuses. No. Yep.
0: Yep. But like it just, I mean, at this point, if if it comes out again the next time he visits, it'd just be like Hanahol, take a drink, like w- like what's the point? Like he's he's just one terrible drinking game at this point. Like yeah. every time Ezra Miller will not one one fool in public, take a drink.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, it becomes a drinking game. <laughs> it
0: is because not like we can count. Like this guy has a level of privilege that I don't understand. So like, is he like? Using whatever connections he's got through like his friends in Hollywood, he must be. He, he like, must be. There must the be fact something that going he on. Has a lot of money. Do you think he's or paying him off? Maybe he has a really good lawyer. I don't know. like. Yeah, I,
1: I, he must have a really good lawyer. Oh if he's yeah. Funny. I mean, oh, he well, obviously. I mean, if, his,
0: if his business is playing the Flash and choke slamming prostitutes, of course he's got to have a good lawyer. All
1: right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Good enough for his royalties and good enough for uh, his payouts. Yep. And non disclosure agreements after everything's settled. Wow. And hopefully burying it in the press so nobody remembers it five years when he does it again. Cancel. No, I, I, I think it's beyond cancel. I think we need to start icing people. Like, we just cold shoulder. Like, it's beyond, like, cancel culture doesn't have any teeth. You know? I was we, taught one We got to
1: ghost them. Th- Everybody just ghost them. No,
0: him. like, here, here, if there's anything I've been taught, Hawaiians have the warmest hearts, but the coldest shoulders.
1: Dude, that's how yeah. Puerto Ricans are, too. Exactly, sister. Puerto the, Ricans, they'll be so loving and so great, but the second you uh, show, yeah, some kind of like. I don't know, non-loyalty or offense or something, ooh, they turn. They do. Yep. But and you know what? But rightfully so. You're going to be cool until you're cool. And if you're not cool, well, you know what? Then we ain't cool with you. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Couldn't have said it mm-hmm. better myself. So you know what? Mm-hmm. Ezra Malia, you better keep your nose clean. Mm-hmm. This is the final, 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 cool. final, final Be cool, final Ezra,
1: one. and we cool with you. <laughs>
0: uh, you but know you
1: weren't cool, so now we not cool with you.
0: I. <laughs> <laughs> if I see you on the beach I'm going to smack you with my old kai over your head <laughs> uh, <design>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hit you like one cockroach <laughs> Yeah, so, mm, 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 mm. but you know what? In positive news, let's talk about positive celebrities. Let's talk about a celebrity known as Sarah Rodriguez. Oh
1: my gosh, guys! <laughs> so, my very first movie is premiering next week. <laughs> yes, very, very excited. It is a film directed by Brian Herzlinger. It was all filmed on Maui. It used local talent. Yes, local talent. Like a few. Like, what? How many did we have? We had at least. Four or five local talents well, on there, right? When you
0: think about it, on bigger than just who's in front. The of crew is well. So here's the thing: is because yes. I like.
1: Let's tell everybody. Yeah.
0: This. So I mean, let's break it
1: down. Like when a film comes to Maui, the potential of like how much money it could be given for the economy. For the, the economy. economy, exactly. Yeah. The food that we order at, for 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 catering. Pasteli
0: house, brah, you bail this out house. every time. Every everybody. If you if you hit their food truck, Pastel House is the bomb. If you like, if you like, not cook for the weekend and you got to feed all your kids because your aunties and your friends and your sisters, cousins coming mm-hmm. over. Pastel House, hey Pestella bro. House. Good food, good food on time, dependable. They are very you, dependable. Well, yeah. Uh, name yes. me one. Name me a bugger who could go ahead and pick up at four o'clock in the morning, have the food ready by five. We, we had on breakfast set by six. Yes. Done. Dunbar.
1: I loved my breakfast from them. Yeah, I, I have a gluten f- free allergy, and they made sure they had delicious gluten free options for me <laughs> every day. Thank you, Pastelli House.
0: Legit. Because, and I, I, <laughs> I yes, wanna...
1: let's explain because I don't think people realize like the benefits of a movie coming and what it Im- how it actually positively can impact the, an island like us. Yeah.
0: So if you at least have a SAG minimum budget film you could be bringing upwards of $200,000 to the economy for just 15 days. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's yes. a good number. Yes. And it could be even bigger if you have bigger budget productions mm-hmm. like we're going to have coming out over the next couple of years. There's so exactly. much coming out. I mean, Jason Momoa is coming to town. Yes. That, that Apple TV movie, you don't realize that that, that could employ 200 people for three months.
2: hmm
0: that's, Easy. That's Easy. how many how many kids who are graduating right now. Which, by the way, oh, we got to get Brian on here. You know, we let's just, try to have him yeah. like next
1: week or something. Let's we ask can him, talk to him. We really because need we to have talk to him all about all these
0: kids coming out of yep. the UH Maui program who are capable now mm-hmm. of going straight into the field, and then all these opportunities are coming up. So, tomorrow, talk about these opportunities, and then we'll we'll talk about Aloha with Love. More. Yes, yes, yes. But the thing is, is like we get. You gotta use local vendors because we go eat local. Exactly. So you gotta buy local food. You're Mm -hmm. not gonna stop like unless you can afford a chef for your movie. You're gonna call a local guy and they go make your food. Boom! They just got a job. We get breakfast from Pook Soup. We get lunch from Mm -hmm. Pastelli House. Mm -hmm. Uh, We use Dolly's for a little bit. Mm -hmm. The same place that Dolly's owns over at Santa Kahana. And then like places that we see along the way, maybe one uh, food truck cart, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing is, is it's that putting
1: like, money into people's pockets here yes. that have businesses and here. And then
0: we give entry level jobs to all the kids who haven't learned to trade yet. So they're
1: training as well on the job. So yeah. that's another benefit. Okay,
0: yeah. what more? Give us more benefits. Let's is, break this
1: shit down, is. Kavika.
0: Well, then the cool part is, is then it goes, it goes in another couple directions. Is that you might get the opportunity to get union days to get into SAG or I- IATSE. Mm-hmm. or you might even get experience that could get you onto an indie set in a better role later and mm-hmm. you can maybe jump up the line and you know in some cases with these low budget films you may not be getting paid the best but it's going to It's an investment you in, in these it children's really careers is, though. But it is like for entry level jobs these these under a million budget pictures they're a really good place to try out new talent. Exactly. And then that's the thing it's like so now going back to like Aloha with Love we had uh, over almost 20 crew members that were local or mm-hmm. Kanaka.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you got Kama Aina and Kanaka Mali getting offered jobs. Mm-hmm. And then we brought a few people from the mainland to give us their mana'o because we didn't have those positions to fulfill over here.
1: Which is actually great because now <sighs> people can learn from outside sources.
0: yes. Well, and then the interesting case is like that's how I got pulled back to Maui. Mm-hmm. Is they like, "Oh, you're Kanaka, but like your family moved to mainland. Hey, let's bring you back." So then how do you how do you get refugee Hawaiians to move back home? Mm-hmm. Give, them, give jobs them jobs in their field. Yeah. How many kids? I you already know you already know an actress I know that had moved mainland in order to compete. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. we, how many crew members do you think do that? So many. Exactly. So many.
1: Well, there's been many times where I've even think like can I do it? I can't make it out here because it's just not enough so that's why we need to make more opportunities out here so people can actually stay yes and do what they love to do absolutely i'm actually like i can i might possibly be able to stay on maui and have a thriving acting career if we make those opportunities available for everybody
0: yes so, and that's exactly what something like aloha with love was it was an opportunity a great one to give people a place on the call sheet a great one to give... Just uh, to show
1: the world that Maui has some talent and that we can provide, you know. Uh,
0: quality entertainment. Quality and entertainment. quality jobs. Exactly. And, and a different education.
1: story. Yes. And a different story that needs to be told more.
0: Nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, with that being said, Aloha with Love is going to be on UP TV. Uh, if you're watching Local Hawaii, that's 407 on Spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's starring guys,
1: Trevor Donovan yep. and Tiffany Smith, mm-hmm. who they're just amazing. And they were just a joy to work with.
0: Oh, absolutely. They were a joy to work yeah. with. They no. were so awesome. Trevor is a doll. It was cool uh, for what little time I got to chit-chat with Tiffany. She is such a pleasure. That, and like, she is the sweetest. I knew who Tiffany was before before this. Yes. Before she was even playing Meghan Markle on TV, I was like, oh my God, that's that's the Red Shirt Diaries Yeah. Like, she's super nerd. She's got so much credit. Like, I was already, like, I was like, that's Tiffany Smith. And they're like, how the hell do you know who Tiffany Smith is? Like, if
2: you are a nerd, you know who Tiffany Smith <laughs> is. She's gonna be in
1: He-Man. Oh, my gosh, she's gonna be in He-Man.
0: Yeah. Like, so, like, she's bomb. And she's she's so such bomb. a good person. She's a good person. a good person.
1: She's a hard worker. She's a phenomenal actress. She was a joy to work with. And, like I said, this was my first movie. And like, I, 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 we had talked about this before, but I, this is what I loved about Tiffany. And I, I want to say it because she deserves all this credit. And I love women like her that encourage other women. And this is, and I was, first time on set, I was literally thought I was going to throw up. I was so nervous. You know, she talked me down from my nervousness. She would explain lingo that I didn't know. Like, like let's say the director said, you know, we're going to do this next setup for this next shot. And I had no idea what he was talking about. She made sure to let me know, but not to, but, but to make it super non-obvious that she was letting me know what was going on. She was like, hey, what he just said means like this, this, and this, and this. So like, that's what that means. So yeah, just so you know. Like, but in the coolest, sweetest way, not to like show everybody that I didn't know what the hell was going on. So like, those are the type of people that are just so amazing. So I'm so glad that she's has so many opportunities. She's blowing up like she is because she's the kind of people that freaking deserve it in this industry.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. And so, so for those of you like, for those of you guys who are listening from my like fan base that don't know like Sarah and like the Hallmark scene, but you probably know who Tiffany Smith is because of like her nerd status. Like mm-hmm. this is it, it's you know it's something fun to check out. You could probably use it as something to watch with your girlfriend or your wife. Or show it to your mama and be like, look, Hawaiians
1: on TV. Yes, exactly. It is a, a movie, as a family movie for everybody to watch, which is so great that everybody can watch this movie. That's actually week. my
0: first secret cameo in years in television. Because, like as a production coordinator, every once in a while they go, hey, bro, uh, we need a body. Like, can we burn your face? Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Put me on screen. Yeah. Whatever. Put me in coach. But then, like, Brian's like, Uh, we're gonna need some extra people can you can you hit a spot can you yeah can you do cool go 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 to hair makeup well you don't have your hair so just get your just put a shirt on I love you Brian (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hurslinger he's so awesome I love Brian Brian
0: is
1: so yeah. great i think too like for that to be the first like director that i've worked with like i got like the most amazing first experience like it was just like it was butterflies and roses on that it set. was because like, it was I, the most non-stressful happy-go-lucky everything flowed
0: beautifully director to come back amazing. to work too amazing because like it was just like everybody would be like all right lights all right, we good? We good? All oh, looking beautiful over there. All right, yeah. keep it up and action. He makes you feel just, comfortable. Yes.
1: He, he puts just, you at ease. Mm, and that's yeah. what I love. Like, yeah. Ugh. Brian Herzlinger. Yeah, oh, man.
0: such a joy. Yeah. No, I, I seriously... I have some very, like... I mean, nothing but precious words to say about that guy. Yeah. But, the yeah. The whole team. Nothing no, but No, the amazing. whole team was the really team. good. The whole team. The whole Shout team. out to the whole team. The whole team. We love you. Everybody. And, then, yeah, no, shoot. And then all my grip. And electric brothers that were on that one. We did we did some crazy fun stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a lot of 12 by 12 silks going up in the air. But, I mean, there was that fun time where we put Chris on the roof. That was <laughs> like... <laughs> we had to set up that, like, menace arm. And then we put the 12 by 12 over your guys' heads so you guys could sit on the porch and have that scene. And I had no idea yeah.
1: somebody was up there. Yeah, nobody I had no knew idea. There
0: was one brought up on top of the roof. Oh, you ninja.
1: You roof ninja. Yep. Chris
0: is the roof ninja, bro. <laughs> And yeah, he was making sure you were safe and looking pretty all this. Oh,
1: time. thanks, Chris.
0: Yes.
1: Chris. And he was serving up the snacks too. And, yeah, like, and he even was doubled in crafty everything. one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody
0: doubled in on crafty that's on That's amazing. Movie. Yep, yeah. They sure
1: did. Oh man. Good crew. Damn. Yeah, if really I could relive crew. those moments, I yeah. would. I would relive that whole two weeks this again. was <laughs> so great. So yes, up TV next week, Sunday,
0: uh, 7 p.m. So, Hawaii Local, that's uh channel four oh seven on Spectrum. Or you can find them on the Philo app. That's P-H-I-L-O, Philo. Uh, and, uh, yeah. It's going to be on, like, what, 7 p.m.? 7
1: p.m. Yep. 7 p.m. Or you can stream it on their um, uh, app as well. Yeah, once it premieres,
0: it's streaming it on the app. Stream it on the app. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then make sure to, like, check out everybody in that crew. Tiffany Smith, Trevor Donovan, Sarah G. That
1: ah, is me, guys. That's Look-a-chee. me. I to be Mom. I'm on TV now.
0: <laughs> I'm a real
1: actress.
0: Villified, <laughs> verified, and dignified uh, now. Yes. 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 All right. And so, speaking of other dignified things, hey, we still running casting right now. We're still, still running casting. There's still a, another week or so left uh, at Manavacow casting. We got. Uh, Go ahead and
1: get bit by the acting bug, guys. Yeah.
0: So a lot of you guys who've been thinking about getting in, or maybe you were just one extra on Aloha with Love, or maybe you were working crafty on Maneater. or maybe you have
1: absolutely no experience at all, and you're like, well, that sounds cool. I want to work on a set with yeah. Kavika and Sarah.
0: And there's real jobs too. So you don't make. Maybe you're not a camera person, but maybe you like. Okay. Operate camera, or maybe you hey, maybe you know how to like do accounting or HR paperwork, everything, everything right? A movie maybe set. you just
1: want to drive people around. Oh, hey, yeah. we need that too.
0: Hey, I'm calling Johnny Boston for that. Are you kidding me?
1: Johnny, but ba- oh, Johnny. Johnny.
0: Boston. shout out to John yes. Johnny Boston
1: known Johnny for years oh, way dude. before the uh these films yeah Johnny got me go way back I, can, love yeah. me some Johnny. I, he's
0: my favorite transpo guy to talk story with Exit, because like right? sometimes you need some random person to just talk with you right like,
1: maybe I just need to go to another base camp for a yeah. little Johnny
0: yeah sometimes Johnny? producers are like that transpo guy talks too much I'd be like bruh you know what? I just spent all this time on set being one asshole and he's the happiest guy here. Exactly. That's morale. You
1: go to the next base and you're a happier camper. Yep. With John
0: by yeah. your side. Yeah, and it take five minutes. You're like, you know what? I was working on a crucible set with Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. Man, that guy's a really good guy. Like, he was in the trenches with us and he got his carpenter's card. He's a badass. <laughs>
1: Dude, your impressions are the fucking
0: best. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like. It. I spent many an hour in a car with Johnny Boston. Man,
1: I love that guy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we gotta call him up. Oh, yeah, yes. No, no, no. Yeah. Up. He was
0: like, Kavika, you wanna make a movie? I'll drive costs. I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna call you. Yeah, come and, we'll we'll, and we'll, we we we'll ride start with start you. And we'll start looking for crew, actually. Because yeah. you know what? That was the funny part was like Uncle Dave, actually. Yeah, so Dave Ray has hit me up on Facebook. He's, he saw the casting and he's like, <laughs> You got one job. <laughs> of course, Uncle. I call you and I when, got one well job when, for you. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's the other thing, guys out there. All my grippies, where are my grippies at? So like all, all my hard workers, all you guys who are like push one, push one truck, drive one truck, carry one truck, I I get one job. For we them. want you. Yeah. We want you, and we want wages, you. dependent wages. Uh, you know, real jobs, weekly pay, mm-hmm. on time pay, mm-hmm. secured pay. Don't you like that? You like pay for your bills, I and do. then still have money left like over to for eat. your family. I-
1: to eat and but, pay my bills and live my life?
0: Exactly. Because especially if I'm going to get on the air every week and tell you to fight for your paycheck, I'm going to be the first one to say when I run a ship, everybody gets paid. Exactly. So, for those of you out there that are looking to act, for those of you that are looking to sing, you looking to crew, you want to light a stage, you want to gaff the sun. Do it and to, get
1: paid while you're doing exactly.
0: it. Exactly. So we got we got the acting notice up. It's going to be up until uh, April 30th. We'll start notifying people of callbacks. Um... Depending on the way, we got a lot of good responses, but we're well aware that because of, you know, coming back from COVID and from coming back from, like, this is, like, we just got off the the broadcast recording season of, like, all the other big corporate shows. Mm -hmm. So we know people are, like, changing up their schedule right now, getting prepared for summer. A lot of people just count on the fact that there ain't no work. So they just go, bye. And then they just, you know, they go find work in another field or they go woof for a couple weeks. Right. You know? So, um I think that, like, we'll probably end up doing an in-person callbacks, which will also lead to the opening for a cattle call in person. So if you're bad at uploading stuff because you're a Luddite, mm-hmm. or if you live in haiku and the wind blows and you cannot upload, <laughs> <then> guess what? <laughs> we're probably going to be town or, like, kahalui, and you walk in and we give you sides, and you go, I like try. And we go, we like to see you try. Yes. And then that's that's what yes. we're going to do. And so then we're going to get everybody hooked up. And we're Everybody's
1: gonna... welcome to try.
0: Absolutely. So everybody's invited. And uh, if you want to check them out online, uh, we'll put the notice up in the show notes again. Uh, auditions are really simple. We're just looking for monologs. If uh, you have any question,
1: guys, for monologue, feel yeah, free to reach. Yeah, yeah, feel free to reach. You have any questions whatsoever?
0: And I don't care where your monologs come from. I want you yeah, to give me your exactly. best self. I also
1: like, on my YouTube, uh, Mother Maui TV, I have some uh, videos on. How to do a monologue. How to do a monologue if you have no budget. You just want to do a monologue and all you have is your phone. Like, go ahead and check that out and, yeah, learn how to do a monologue, I think we're guys. probably
0: going to have to do some fresh ones just for this week period because in mm-hmm. that way, like, it'll maybe, like, refresh some people on the conversation and maybe we'll get some more interest. And then also that way for future auditions, we'll already have something evergreen you guys can always check back yeah. on. So every time we do have a new audition, you can go back to referral videos of, like, if you're a kid. Because I was thinking, you know what? Coco's so talented. She Coco's really talented. Such a great help on showing other Kiki how to audition properly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that way.
1: Yeah, we're going to do some examples. That's, yeah, yeah. let's, we're going to do some examples for you guys so you guys know because I have had a couple people be like, oh my gosh, I've never done a monologue before. And it's like, that's okay. It is totally all fi- fine, guys. We know there's a lot of people out here that have never done it before. Give it a try. Give it a try. You're not going to be judged.
0: Yep. You know? Absolutely. This and, is- and that's the thing that I really want to stress is an indie outfit. Yes. I mean, I'm going to say this now, salted in the air, but like, it's not something that you brag about until it's done. But like, we will make the effort to get signatories so that way we can play with union players. But at the same time, for all you indie guys who who haven't had like union instruction or paid for training or gone to a school or a class mm-hmm. or even a seminar or anything, do not feel intimidated yeah. by other people who may not even be auditioning against you. Just send me an audition because you know what? It's my job as an executive producer to see t- see through the talent. It's like a recruitment. Exactly. It's like you come in for the draft. You know, like, I can look at your monologue and go, you know what, with enough training, he can make touchdowns.
1: Exactly, you know? guys. And then that's the
0: thing is we have directors that, like, know that that's my modus as an executive producer. Mm-hmm. Because then I turn to them and I go, hey, John, look, you're going to get some theater kids. And Which, by the way, theater kids, for all those people out there who told you you was overacting and didn't know that you was just selling it to the cheap seats because they only been one screen director... Come to me, Ra. Yeah. I got a hundred theater shows under my belt and I know how to turn stage to screen just by dialing you down a scope. Exactly.
1: So don't get intimidated by, you know, all of a sudden doing TV or um, film acting, guys. I, and, I, and I know that a lot of theater people do get intimidated. Like, I don't know if I can do that. I that want tra- the theater kids. Yes, exactly. That's where my background we want is. you. But I'm... I know that a lot of theater people get intimidated trans- transferring to TV and film. Well, I understand And that's why. Yeah. And I'm But hey, you. guys, we know the process. We got Kavika here that can help you. Like, just... Make the first step, guys. Make the first step. We want you on the set with us.
0: Absolutely. Everybody gets one shot, bro. Yeah. This is not a broken gate- gateway system like no. the rest of Hollywood. This is not a broken gateway system like other industries right now. We're here to learn. We're all here to learn. It's spread them now. Mm-hmm. You know? And we've got a lot of good allies within the industry that want to see the same things, too. Exactly. You know, that's why, like, I, I love lifting up people like Brian Cohn mm-hmm. over at the UH Mountain campus, you know, Uh, young men like Austin, Josiah, Gianna, great union allies like Glenn Beatles. Mm -hmm. These are the people that make up the scene. Tracy Bennett over at the film office. You know, uh, Donnie Dawson over at the state film office. Uh, You know, and even for as much hell people want to like heckle and jekyll Mr. Uh, Victorino's, you know what? He shows up for the film industry. Yeah, he he sure does. Maybe we could just use the fact that like we got the people have a bump to pick you can tell me the bond to pick and I go sit down with Uncle and I'll be like, hey, Uncle, they like this fixed. And then maybe... Maybe we can maybe actually get some things done. Maybe we can get it done. fixed. Or maybe we can tell him, sorry, we're voting for Bisson. But I don't know. I don't know. I have to figure him out. Mm. And we'll figure that mm-hmm. out together. Uh, but like, as things come along, like for Menachau and for all these productions, like we 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 have the machine ready. This is mm-hmm. something that's been, personally for me, in, in production for almost a decade, preparing to come back home. Mm-hmm. This is... Been something that now with the team is like I mean I just started getting all the one year ago two year ago three year ago today like notifications on Facebook I'm like shit man it's been a, it's been a year since the Ohana Racers sizzle it's only it's been six months since Comic Con special edition it's been two years since we all got dragged into this together and then started forming this hui so like we got a lot of mojo
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know and we want to share all of it out we can we want to put color in people's pockets so that way they can for pay the rent and for feed the children and make something out of themselves. Absolutely. you know. I mean, we've been the world's concierge for how many years? We've been dancing on stage for everyone else, and everybody goes, oh, you're so talented. Well, then why are we still the drug dealer on Hawaii 5 Exactly. You know? So it's, like, cool that we can be walk-on cop number three that gets on eye officer. Looks yes, like let them
1: know, no. hey, guys, yeah. we got a brain, too. Yeah. Hey, exactly. guys, we got a brain, too, and we've got more that to show than just, you know... A little uh, a hula
0: dance. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? No, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can melee if you give me the chance, bro. Yeah. No, I like you Oli. Let's, let's hear you speak. Let's mm-hmm. give everybody the opportunity to speak. And with that, I got to say, check them out, guys. Make sure to get them. And then even look at, like, you know, all those movies that have been coming out recently. There's a lot of same people that work on those indie sets together. So then you know it's going to be cool because we got guys like that that are going to be showing up that are signing on. Yep. we got real crew members. we got boys from Even Productions. we got boys from, from Aloha we Lying. got some of the we cream got, of the crop. we got some of the cream of the crop that, from the stage bandages. Man, we, everybody, whether they, you know, whether they're the old school uncles or the new school grips, like, all the tech guys are down. All the young actors are ready. We have some of the freshest eyes behind the camera. Yeah. You know, and that's what it is like. Brilliant like, talent. I want to make a 100 movies with Austin.
1: Oh, <laughs> Austin is just uh, phenomenal. He's so phenomenal. He's so, so good. If you want to join this
0: phenomenal team, check out at on Facebook and Instagram. You can get our Google form in the show notes tells you how to audition prepare a one minute comedic or one minute dramatic monologue or both depending on what you're auditioning for if you like try audition for everything just send us both Mm -hmm. or just send us the one if you're scared or just send us your reel or just say hi my name's steven i'm seven year old i'm from couple and i like apply for movie and then we'd be like yeah steven we like check you out (laughs) you know so like go ahead and try and uh and we'll see you guys you know and we'll, and we'll call you and you know when no matter what we're gonna try to figure out of it like that's my promise i'm not gonna say all you get to be one star it's who can perform but i like try give everyone one job and so then that way we actually you know if you're interested in becoming a pa or you want to learn camera i'll figure out a way to make you like third ac so then that way you can at least watch the best first and second ac yeah. you know or we send you to go work with some of the greatest production designers i mean hey and we'd get Bert Sakata to show up with the kids and like, yeah. I love Bert.
1: Oh my gosh, Bert. Oh, oh Uncle is so fun to be Bert. Yeah. I do. Yeah, he's such a sweetheart. He, yeah.
0: He's <laughs> the such last, a sweetheart. <laughs> the last time I like fully worked with him, because like he was on Aloha with Love. Yeah. But, like we worked $1 million and he comes up to me and he goes, you know, Kavika, <laughs> I need you go and pick up one motor scooter. You got one then yeah but uh Uncle, how am I going to uh get the van back? No, you uh <laughs> you might have to put it inside of the van. <laughs> oh no, Uncle. <laughs> and then I'll put one moped inside of a van, and I will drive them to my tropical plantation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the adventures you go on when you work with Burton. I love it) <laughs> <laughs> Bert! we get birds gotta come back yeah we gotta yeah, get bird on the set yes we get all them kids we get all the all the map kids all, all the all the crazy like you know part-time guys let's make them full-time guys yeah yeah and with that being said ah beautiful beautiful sunday beautiful sunday i think i like go beach now what do you think sarah
1: let's go to the beach yeah
0: <laughs> let's go let's go get a photo shoot done we go let's we go, go bi- hop along yeah we go big beach today yeah so you enjoy your Sundays, folks. We see you next Sundays, maybe some fun stuff in between. We got a lot of content coming out of the machine. Don't forget those castings. Don't forget Aloha with Love, Spectrum TV, Channel 407 Local, Philo Streaming, Sarah Rodriguez. No. Beautiful Sunday, Aloha. Aloha. <gasps> Rabbit Holes is a Minovacow production. This episode was produced by Kavika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.